Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Thank you, everybody. Spotify, Apple, Megaphones, every single podcast carrier out there. We're available on all podcast carriers now, which blows my mind. But thank you, everybody, for picking us up. And thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. You, It wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for all of you. None of these podcast carriers would have even wanted to pick us up if it wasn't for all the activity. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. And yesterday's show, was that incredible? What a superhuman Bill was to come on here and Mr. Barney and share all the backdoor stuff that he learned about that windmill deal. And we'll bring in another special guest next Monday to talk more about this and what a travesty it is on the the people. But uh, I just wanted to touch base because I got so many messages from so many kind people talking about what a great job Bill did yesterday. So thank all everybody very, very much. Don't forget, tomorrow is Text the Show Wednesday. Wednesdays are the day I take all your questions from all of you that are scared to death to sign up to my website. I'll answer all your questions. And those of you that are already members of my website, you know I answer all your questions on the website also. But uh, we're going to get going in just a second here. We got another great show for you today. We're going to talk about what's happening in Southern California, what's going on what I see coming in the future and all the cool stuff that's going on. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show today. I think you'll you'll get a kick out of the stuff we're going to talk about. And don't forget, today is Promar Ahi USA Tuesday. We always talk about Promar Ahi products on Tuesday, and today I got a good product for you to look at. So we'll get going right now, gang. What a phenomenal weekend. People had a really good time out there looking around, exploring, checking out their fish finding apparatuses. Some guys even got real busy and caught some of that big blue fin or spent time at Catalina having phenomenal calico bass, barracuda and bonita fishing. There was a handful of yellowtail caught. There was some yellowtail caught down at the Coronados. There was just so much going on and really good fishing at San Clemente Island for yellowtail. Sonny and his guest had real good fishing up at the island, up at the Channel Islands, halibut fishing. Things were great. Tim, I'm glad you had a good time with Justin yesterday. He said you were nothing but a pleasure to hang out with all day. And uh, going live with Tim and uh, Justin yesterday where they are out on Tim's boat down in San Diego. That was fun also. I'm glad I'm killing you, whoever you are. Um I'm glad I'm killing you. I don't know if any of you saw or listened to uh, Let's Talk Hookup this weekend, but I was on there and uh, like I am every Sunday. And we were talking about the size limits for calico bass and sand bass. And, gang, it, we got to understand whenever you were talking, whenever we're sharing, there's a lot of people that are listening that want nothing more than to shut down fishing. That's all they want to do. And then when we have booger eaters that go on these talk shows and talk about um, 
how important it is to shut down another fishery. That just blows my mind. As hard as we are all working, as much money as we're spending with CCA and trying to keep fishing open, and then to hear people actually talking about closing more just blows my mind, gang. If you want them to close more, stop fishing. Don't go out here and try to help them close more of the fisheries, gang. That's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard of in my life. That is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe it. It's this one human. He used to work for my family and he he's unable to hold a job and he can barely push a paintbrush, but he always has some derogatory bullshit to say. Sorry, it just pisses me off. He spends time on the VHF radio clogging up the airways, making a bunch of rude comments. It's the same guy all the time. It's been going on since the 80s. He's very, very jealous of me and my success and anybody else that actually has any type of success. And this guy will do anything to cause drama. It's absolutely ridiculous. We're not even going to mention your name because you're such a booger eater. We won't give you any free press or free publicity, but you know who you are and you're an absolute booger eater and you just can't help it. But uh, yeah, it just pisses me off when we fight as hard as we fight and we do as much as we want to do as fast as we can to try to fight the closures and then to have some booger eater who's just trying to rile me up. But unfortunately, there's a whole bunch of people on the other side of the fence that are standing there listening and you don't understand the detriment you're doing to everybody. You don't have a platform. You don't have an idea of what's going on. You're just a little crybaby standing there in your mommy's bedroom making these lame statements. But unfortunately, there are people listening that can have an effect on what we get to do for fun. So just remember, the rest, the rest of us remember, united we stand and divided we fall. And we're trying so hard to keep this fishery open for everybody in Southern California. And CCA is basically the only voice we have at the table. We talked about this on the show yesterday. Bill Barney, lifetime member, myself, lifetime member. All my family members are lifetime members. But I just put the QR code up there on the screen. If you don't know who CCA is or you don't know anything about them, just hit the QR code. Yeah, we'd love a donation. But go in there and see what all the things we're doing to try to fight all the closures. And then you'll understand that we do not need anybody helping them close more stuff because you have a personal vendetta or you're jealous of me. That's too bad that you're jealous of me. It's such a waste of your time and energy. I am not going anywhere. So you're absolutely wasting your time and your energy. But I, all you're doing is you're hurting the people that want to go fishing with their children and their grandchildren and their families and everything. So just remember every time you open your mouth, actually you're, you're hurting the fishing. You're actually hurting fishing. And it's just sad. It's just sad that there's people out there like that, but let's get back into what we were talking about. So what we're talking about gang is how bitching the fishing is in Southern California, the fish. Hey, Alex, how are you? The fishing in Southern California is unbelievable right now. Now, I know this tuna kind of took a couple of days off and kind of moved around a little bit. That's to be expected because it was really, really biting good in that upper sector above Clemente, between Clemente, the Osborne, and Catalina. That stuff moves around. You got to understand it didn't leave. 
It went to a different area. There were people that were very successful in that different area, gang. But you are just on the outer edge of what is going to be one of the most phenomenal fishing seasons we've ever seen in Southern California. If you guys can remember last year in that Dorado bite, that was historic. We've never seen anything like that. So it was absolutely historic. It was spectacular. This year's on tap to be even better than that with the giant influx of yellowfin tuna that showed up last week. And it did. It showed up in mass numbers. We had phenomenal pictures. And then we all got excited and we all went out there this weekend and we all went looking. And yeah, there were some yellowfin found. There wasn't the big giant schools of it that we saw in the middle of the week. But that doesn't mean that they're not here. That just means they're just getting here. They're starting to cruise around, settle down, get ready. Tim, by the end of this season, you're going to have caught so many yellowtail, you're not even going to think about yellowtail anymore. You're going to go, my arms feel like they're going to fall off. I don't want another yellowtail. Gang, I get so many phone calls every day from people that are wanting to learn how to fish and learn how to navigate around my website. They just want the inside information. They want, like Tim, they want to go catch a yellowtail. Gang, yellowtail is one of the prized fish in Southern California. White sea bass, another prized fish in Southern California. This big bluefin, yeah, prized fish in Southern California. But gang, the fundamentals and everything else that goes along with it has to, has to be learned. Michael Jordan didn't pick up that basketball and go win six titles. He practiced every single day. He practiced since he was a little boy. He practiced, he practiced, he practiced. Shohei Otani, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, he practices every single day. He just didn't pick up that bat and start knocking home runs out of Angel Stadium. He didn't pick up that baseball and start throwing 100-mile-an-hour fastballs right down the pipe. All these things need to be learned. All these things need to be practiced. I know that you bought a fishing license and a boat and a fishing pole, and you should be able to go catch the biggest fish that swims in the ocean and the most prized possession. You go talk to some old-time fishermen that fish for years and years and years, and it took them years to get a yellowtail. It took them years to get a white sea bass. It took them years to get a bluefin. We're living in the greatest fishing cycle that we've ever seen right now in Southern California. We've never seen anything like this. We've never seen a seven-year cycle of giant bluefin in Southern California. We haven't. And my father, God rest his soul, he had never seen it. And he started fishing for a living in 1947. No one's ever seen what's going on right now. I was talking to one of my members yesterday and he mentioned something about the good old days. And I was like, hold, wait, time out. My dad and I used to have this conversation on Sunday mornings when we listened to Pete's show. Right now is the good old days. It's, we've never seen anything like this. We've never seen the water clarity. We've never seen the, the water temperature. We've never seen all the things that we're seeing right now. We never saw the volume of Dorado we saw last year. We've never seen the volume of bluefin we see. Todd Manter was telling me, you know, your wife won that uh, spool of line yesterday, John. Kirsten won this spool of line, Opsin fluorocarbon. We're going to be sending this out to you. John, just tell me what pound test she wants 
and we're going to send that straight to your house. Thanks for joining the show. Yep, you have to figure out the combination. It's not easy, but I'm telling you, gang, here's the biggest mistake most fishermen are making right now at Catalina or the Coronados or at San Clemente Island. And I hear this all the time. People are calling me up and talking about it. The miracle is about to happen. You're at Catalina. You're sitting at Freddy's Beach on the backside. You're anchored up in 45 feet of water. Current's going downhill. You're chumming up, up current. Fish are boiling around behind your boat. You're seeing barracuda leaping all the way out of the water. You're seeing calico bass, bonita. Every time you throw your line in the water, you're getting bit by some fish. Bass, barracuda, bonita, bass, barracuda, bonita. This is going on for a half an hour, 45 minutes. It's as good as it could possibly be to get a bite. Because all I want when I go fishing is a bite. And you're there and things are happening and you're getting a bite every time you throw your line in the water. And then you look at your buddy and you go, hey, we should go look around see if we can find something else. I'm, I, people used to ask me this all the time when I was running sport boats and when I was running yachts. And they would go, hey, Cap, do you know any other spots? Shoot, I know a ton of spots where we probably won't get a bite. We're getting bit every time we throw our line in the water right now. Any second now, one of your baits is going to get bit by a yellowtail. Or it's going to get bit by a sea bass. But if you pull your anchor and leave that wide open fishing, wide open calcabas, wide open uh, barracuda and bonita, and you leave and you go drive around, you're probably not going to find another spot where the conditions are that good or you're not going to find another spot where they're biting that good. And then you leave and you go looking, you leave and you go to look for fish. You're catching fish. Every, hey, Cubby, I love you, man. Every time you're catching fish, you never want to leave fish to go look for fish. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. And I see it and I hear it all the flipping time. Blows my mind. When the bait is all gone, then you can leave. But do I know if that yellowtail is going to bite? No, but I know that if I'm getting a bite every time I throw my line in the water, I have a way better chance than I do when I'm driving around looking for fish. Brandon, that's a great question. It does, it all matters how the fish are acting. It all matters how the bait is. He's asking me 30 to 40 pound braid for bluefin. Or excuse me, fluorocarbon connection for, for a 30 or 40 pound bluefin. I'm going to always use opsin fluorocarbon. I'm going to use probably start off with 30 pound and if they're biting, and they're not line shy, I'm gonna jump up to 50 or 60 pound with 65 pound braid. I'm just gonna put the wood to them and get my two fish as quick as I possibly can. Because when I go fishing, I'm only out there for one reason, to catch my limit. That's why I go. I know a lot of you are into throwing fish back and that's fine. That's the unique thing about people. We can all be different, but we can all agree to be different. You don't have to do what I do and I don't have to do what you do. It's pretty cool. You don't have to take 10-pound calico bass, but Cubby and I are going to take a 10-pound calico bass if the bites are a hook because you know what? A 10-pound calico bass tastes just like calico bass. Every single one of them Cubby and I have ever caught, when we cook it, it tastes just like calicos. Those of you that say, oh, the big ones don't taste good, just to let us know where you threw that big one back, we'll be more than happy to go catch them and eat them. 
But don't judge me because that's what I do because I'll never judge you for throwing them back. I think it's silly, but I'm not going to judge you. You do what you do. I'll do what I do. Don't ever attack the way I do it. As long as I'm doing it legally, it shouldn't have any bearing on your life in any way, shape, or form. But uh, that bluefin, I hate them. So I want to make sure that I catch my limit every time I go because I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars driving around the ocean trying to catch them and not catching them. So when they do finally bite, I'm going to get my limit every single time. Absolutely. Because that's just the way it is. That's how I was raised. I'm way into catching and eating them. I'm not into throwing them back. It doesn't make sense to me, but I'm only talking about me. I have no idea what you like to do. I have no idea what Tim likes to eat. I have no idea what makes Cubby feel. Well, I know what makes Cubby feel good. The same thing that makes me feel good. A big bag of fish, a big white bag full of dead fish. That makes us super happy because we love to eat them and we love to catch them. So that's just the way it is. That's just how we look at it. So I'm sorry I got off on a tangent on that question, but that's a good question. And tomorrow really is actually text the show. If you have questions, I'll be more than happy to answer them all day tomorrow. Make sure you always tune in. We go live every day, Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I've been doing it for over three years. Been doing it for three and a half years. We get hundreds of thousands of views every single day, gang, across our social media platforms. We're on everything. We're on every piece of social media. We're on threads. We're on X, which used to be Twitter. We're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Megaphone. We're on all the platforms. You cannot see us. It's impossible to not see us. You block me on one, I pop up on the other one, gang. I'm everywhere. It's hard to not see me, and I do this show every day, Monday through Friday, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So if you have questions, bring them in on Wednesdays. If you have questions for my beautiful wife, she's with me every Thursday. She loves to talk to you guys about whatever you want to know about. She loves to come on the show on Thursdays and talk to you and let you know and answer the questions your wives or your girlfriends or your significant others have. You want to get down and dirty and talk about fishing and taking your wife or your spouse fishing. Kelly Girl's right here to answer all the questions and make sure that you don't blow it when you take your spouse fishing because you can easily blow it. Once you blow it, gang, they're never coming out with you again. Once you blow it, you blew it. I don't care if Wahoo are biting at the bait barge in Dana Point. If you took them out and it was rough and shitty and they didn't have a good time, then they're never coming again. And you blew it? Because listen, when they saw the brochure, and I get all over, I go all over on my shows. So if you're thinking we were going to focus on one thing, you've never seen me speak before. I'm all over the place. I'm everywhere. So listen, if you think that when you talked them into letting you buy the boat or maybe you didn't, maybe you already had the boat before you met them, however it happened. When they saw the brochure about a boat or they saw the magazine about going out on a boat or they saw the video about going out on a boat, it was flat, it was sunny, it was warm, and it was fun. If you blow it on any one of those, they're not coming again. If you go out when it's rough, you blew it. If you go out when it's cold, you blew it. If you didn't have fun, if you were cussing and pissed off because you don't because you suck and you wanted to take it out on your spouse, because you don't know how to dock your boat or you don't know how to get to the bait barge or you don't know how to fish or you don't know how to drop your anchor. And then you bring your spouse or your kids or someone on the boat and then you take it out on them because you're a booger eater. 
How dare you learn, figure it out. Go to somebody's website and figure it out. Go to YouTube, go to TikTok, go to Instagram, or go to yoursaltwaterguide.com. You never, ever have to suck at fishing again unless you want to. That's your right. You can always suck. No one's going to stop you from sucking. You can suck as much as you want. It's all good. But if you're tired of sucking and you just want to have fun when you go, go to yoursaltwaterguide.com and you'll never have to suck again. Real quick, gang. I told you I had some bitchin', pro, pro, uh, bitchin product from Promar Ahi USA. This is the Live Deception lure from Promar Ahi. They have the Live Deception and they have the Live Deception Flash. This is just the Live Deception. This is the mackerel pattern. And this looks just like a little mackerel swimming through the water. This paint doesn't fall off, doesn't chip off. If you go to that QR code, you'll go straight into the Promar Ahi USA website. When you're in there, you're shopping, you're cruising around, you're looking at all the stuff. Look at these deception lures. These things are unbelievable. They work flawless. They're a nice, heavy lure, good for casting. This is four ounces. If you know how to cast, you can cast this four-ounce mackerel pattern right into those foamers of the yellow fin or the blue fin. But really, what's going to start happening here is that yellow fin is here. It's going to start showing. It's going to start biting. And I'm going to suggest that you have some of these in your tackle box, either the regular live deception or the live deception flash that we talked about a couple weeks ago. But when you go over to the website at Promar ahi.com or go through the QR code I'm flashing on the screen right now on TikTok or excuse me on Facebook and YouTube and anybody on any of the podcast when you go to Promar Ahi and you put in the code YSWG or you enter through the code you don't even have to put in the or you enter through the QR code you don't even have to put in the code YSWG just simply by going over to the website we're going to give you one lucky person's going to win a package from Promar on uh, the 1st of August. We've been talking about it every Wednesday or Tuesday, and we're still talking about it. We're going to give away a bitchin' package. We gave one away last month, July 1st. August 1st, just by visiting the website, Elliot's able to track who you are, put in the code YSWG, no purchase necessary. But when you're in there, you're going to see the deception lures. You're going to see the... Live Deception Cedar Plugs. You're going to see your bait scoops, your gaffs, your sabikis, your sabiki rods, your squid brails. You're going to see so much cool stuff in there. You're just going to be blown away. And you get to save 10% on all your orders by putting in the code YSWG. Also, if you just use the QR code, you can shop in there. The website's incredible. It's an easy shopping experience. Blown away. Developed by my man, Elliot. He put the website together for Promar. It works flawless. It works so clean. It's one of the cleanest working websites to purchase tackle in the world. It's super clean. If you have a tackle store and you want something smooth and clean, contact me or Elliot, and Elliot will build you the bitchiness website like he did for Promar. If you want to go check out Promar Ahi's website, check it out. Go see what I'm talking about. He built my website. He built their website. He produces this show every day. Elliot is the master and you want to go check it out. But don't forget when you're over there, look at all the bitchin' products. We talk about them every Wednesday. There's so much stuff. And you better have some of these deception lures in your tackle box come time to go out fishing again next time because you're going to be pissed if you don't have these because you can cast these things a mile. 
If you're not making it to the foamer when the captain stops or when you stop on your boat, if you had one of these deception, you'd make it right into the foamer. You'd be blown away at how easy it is. These things weigh four ounces. You can cast them a country mile if you know how to cast. Or if you have a spinning rod, those of you on the East Coast or in Texas and love to fish the spinning rod, these are great for that too. And these things work down. They work great in Florida. I caught a million bonefish on the mini ones of these. They're like the pinhead size. They're like a half ounce or an eighth of an ounce. And they're about that big. And I got them. And you'll see them on the website. They work flawless. I caught a ton of bonefish with them. I know. Bonefish on the lure. That's sacrilegious. Well, it worked. And I was catching them. And I was having a ball. So I know what I like to do. And I know the fun I like to have. So check out the Promarahi USA. Go Enter the website, check out all the cool products. Make sure you put in the code YSWG on your way out the door. You save 10% and uh, it'll give you a chance, an opportunity just by visiting the website to win that uh, bag of swag we're giving away on the 1st of August. All right, back to what we were talking about. We're talking about how bitching the fishing is right now in Southern California and how the table is set for one of the most spectacular fishing seasons we've ever seen. The volume of bluefin. That is not going anywhere. So that's like the cherry on top. The volume of yellowtail. Again, the yellowtail bit at San Clemente Island yesterday. Some boats did fairly well there. That all will be on our game plan for Thursday. Gang, if you haven't checked out our website yet, on every Thursday at 3.30 in the afternoon, I give a Game plan, starting at the Channel Islands, we get Sonny involved, we get Justin involved, our guides, and we break down the coast into a little library for you. So if you only like to fish the Channel Islands, you don't have to watch the coastal game plan. If you only like to fish Catalina, you don't have to watch the Channel Islands and the coastal. I break it all down for every area, and we make it so that when you go over there, if you follow the simple game plan, you can be successful when you go over there to the island. A lot of people, their success gets terminated the minute they see boats. As soon as they see another boat with a bent rod, they cannot pass by it. I don't know why. The last thing I want to do is watch other people catch fish on my day to go fishing, but I know there's a lot of you out there that super enjoy Spending hundreds of dollars on fuel to go out and watch other boats catch fish. Well, no, we don't. Well, somebody does because I see 30, 40 boats parked around each other every time I go to Catalina. I see 30, 40 boats parked around each other every time I go offshore. I see 30, 40 boats parked around each other when I'm down here. Yeah, we have tips for Newport, Tony. We have tips for everywhere that you put your line in the water. It's amazing. If you went to my website, you'd be absolutely blown away. Don't be afraid either, gang. My website is free for a couple of days to go look at it. If you call me at 949-374-0786, I'll give you a free look. Do I run charters anymore? Absolutely not. I make videos. I make content for the internet. I do my podcast Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. My wife and I go fishing. We love fishing. We have a ball fishing, but after 47 years of fishing every single day for a living and taking people fishing, I can honestly say that I don't take people fishing for a living anymore. And it's, it's different, but.
but it's it's okay. But we are connected with everybody that does it for a living. I can call anybody that's been doing it for more than an hour. Yeah, you got the you got the internet sensations, the the whiny the whiny boys, the chart the captains of the open party boats that don't like me and we don't really care about them. But everybody else in the industry, I can call them anytime and they'll tell me exactly what's going on and where it's going on at and that helps me to put together a good game plan so you don't have to fish for boats. But yeah, Tony, I got you covered. Newport, Newport's like my backyard. Grew up, born and raised in Dana Point, California. Dana Point Harbor is named after my father. So yeah, we know Newport pretty good. We, we can fake it there as good as anybody. So uh, here's what I think is going to happen here in the next month. I think the water is going to get up about 75, 76, 77 in Southern California. You're going to see an influx of Dorado. They're already starting to see them on the patties down off of Ensenada and up around the Coronados. A couple of people have said they've seen them out by Catalina. I don't see any pictures. So without pictures, that means nothing to me. But the guys that are seeing them down below the border are seeing good numbers on the kelps down there. All that stuff's just moving up into Southern California very quickly. With the next full moon, a whole bunch of stuff's going to change. When we come out of the next full moon, I think it's going to be absolutely insane. Already the amount of barracuda that are at the Channel Islands, the amount of barracuda that are uh, at the Horseshoe, the amount of barracuda down to Coronado Islands, the amount of barracuda at Ensenada, that's all historic. We haven't seen that in a very, very long time. The amount of yellowfin that we saw swimming around off San Onofre and between Catalina and the beach last week. That fish is here. It's cruising around out here somewhere. It's cruising around in Southern California somewhere. And I believe right after this next full moon, it will have eaten most of the bait that it's eaten right now. And it's going to start biting bait with line hooked to the end of it. The sand bass fishing is insane in the, the Huntington or the Horseshoe area. The sand bass fishing down in San Diego is really, really good right now. There's really fun fishing. That, that's historic. We haven't had a good sand bass season in a very long time, so that's historic. So I just think if you guys can be patient and not get all frustrated because you're not having the greatest success you've had, ever had right now, I think save your rubles, do your boat maintenance, get ready because in the next two weeks, well, I told you, I told you three, four months ago when we were talking about this that the middle of July – and I was pretty right on. The middle of July, the yellowfin tuna showed up. The bluefin tuna absolutely bit like crazy. It was phenomenal fishing. The barracuda, the sand bass, all that showed up middle of July. I pretty much was right on. So I think uh, my prediction here for August, September, October is pretty smart, pretty right on with what I'm seeing. I live down here in Cabo San Lucas, and the water down here is 80, 88, 89 degrees on the beach right now on the Sea uh, Cortez side. Over on the Pacific side, it's a little bit cooler, but that's because that wind's been blowing nonstop for the last two months over there. But um, fishing down here is really, really good. A lot of fish, a lot of Dorado, a lot of cool stuff going on down here. And I think it's all just gonna cruise up into Southern California and you're all gonna be blown away. And what I would do if I was you guys, Unless you just are heck, heck bent on burning thousands of dollars worth of fuel, 
I think I would slow down on this going offshore 100 miles chasing bluefin, and I would wait a little bit and see what's going to happen. And you're going to be totally jazzed when this yellowfin tuna and this bluefin all starts biting together here. It's going to be incredible. I just spilled some water. Sorry about that. It's going to be incredible. But I think like Tim just said, patience is the virtue. Patience, patience, patience. I think it's what, Nick? What a few days ago? No, I haven't seen the Marlin they filmed, but I'm sure there's Marlin. Mark Wish was talking about it on Let's Talk Hookup on Saturday that a couple boats saw some Marlin. So I'm sure that there's no fence to stop these fish from coming. So I think, I, <laughs> yeah, well, you got to have a little bit of patience, Bob, if you want to be successful in this fishing thing. But um, I think that that marlin's going to be here. I think that it's going to be really good marlin fishing up at the Channel Islands. I talked to a couple of our guys that are up in uh, the San Francisco area. They Before they got all the weather that they've had, they had really good bluefin fishing at the Farallon Islands. Can you believe that? It's all crazy what's going on right now. Do Is it global warming? Could you imagine if that was true? How cool would that be? If that was true, that uh, it's global warming, that the Baja that was once underwater is going to be underwater again? Huh. That would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. Could you? It's so silly. And I'm sorry, I'm just answering this question I just saw. Do you think it's global warming, Dave? Are you out of your ever-loving mind? Okay. I know you get caught up in the, the narrative that they want. If you want, listened to our show yesterday, you would have been, your eyes would have been open wide. You would have, Your jaw would have been hanging. Okay. When the Colorado River made the Grand Canyon, was that normal or was that an anomaly? Was that how it's supposed to be on the planet? Are we all supposed to be underwater with these giant rivers making the Grand Canyon? Are, is the Baja supposed to be underwater? Because when I drive the Baja from San Diego to Cabo and I stop on the side of the road to go to the bathroom, I, I many, many times I've seen on the side of the hill in the rocks, seashells. Baja was underwater at one time. Is Baja supposed to be underwater? Or is it not supposed to be underwater? That's a good question, right? I mean, if you think about it, if you stop and you think about it and you quit listening to the noise coming from the news saying it's global warming and we're all going to be underwater. Well, weren't we all underwater at one time anyway? Which norm? What is normal? I just ask you, I don't know. I don't have a political stance on this. I'm just asking a simple question. I look at the, I look at the world with open eyes. I was a young man going to school when Mount St. Helen exploded and we were covered with all that ash for all that time. Was that normal? I don't know. I don't know what, what's normal and what's not normal. I can't imagine that I have that big of an effect on, on the climate of the world when it, it's had so many different effects by real climate over the time. The Ice Age, the dinosaurs. Are dinosaurs supposed to be here or are they not supposed to be here? 
That's a good question, right? I mean, these are just questions I think about all the time when I hear this. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off, but someone asked me if I thought this fishing was caused by global warming. And I have to just stop you and say, gang, forget that word. That's a big bunch of baloney that they feed you so that they can steal your money so they can make, push this green agenda down your throat, which will never work. It won't work. It's not going to work. So that's it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off on that. Got back into what we were talking about yesterday. Let's keep talking about how bitching this ocean is. So we had all that rain that we hadn't seen in a very long time. And a lot of people that are new to California had never seen that much rain. And they were complaining about it. And I believe a month ago, maybe a, yeah, a month ago, right before the 4th of July, People were complaining that it's so cold in Southern California. Is it ever going to get warm? It's so cold. Is it ever going to get? Now it's super hot. And you're going, how long is this heat going to last? Gang, relax. This is all part of the deal. It's, it happens like this every year. It's unbelievable. They put that blanket over the water, the marine layer, like you have today, that fog. That's like a blanket they put over the ocean, and that'll increase the uh, temperature of the ocean a little bit more. It'll be a little bit warmer. The water has been nothing but incredible. The pictures I'm getting from our members of your saltwater guide, the purplest of the water, the cleanliness of the water. The water is so damn. Yeah, Tim, how did I know that's what we were going to talk about? The water is so purple and so clean that it's incredible right now. It's absolutely insane. We haven't seen this kind of water in a very, very long time in Southern California. And that was caused by all the rain. The rain is a phenomenal thing. It is a flusher of all the dirtiness in the ocean. It, Mother Nature keeps taking care of itself. If we just stay out of the way and let Mother Nature take care of it, she, Mother Nature came in and caused all that rain and filled up all the lakes and all the streams and all the rivers and all those nutrients rushed out into the ocean that had been missing for a very, very long time. When they all rushed into the ocean, it's like a giant filtration system. And I told you guys months ago when it was pouring down rain, I said, you watch. And you can look back at my shows because like I said, I do this show every day. You go look at some of the shows back in December, in, in uh, September, October, November, no, December, January, when it was pouring down rain every day and I told everybody how great this is going to be for Southern California and how awesome the water is going to be and how beautiful it's going to be and how good everything's going to be after the rain. It's a cleansing of the ocean. It actually cleanses the ocean. It brings in a ton of nutrients that we're missing and, uh, yeah, it's albacore purple, Dan. That's for damn sure. Yeah, Kim, you wouldn't believe. It looks almost like Hawaii water. It's insane right now. And that's when I go have to think back when people say the good old days. My father can tell you, or excuse me, he used to be able to tell you about when he was running sport boats 53, 54, 55. They couldn't catch it. A bass, a sand bass or a calico bass, as big as your index finger, there was nothing to catch. It was historically the worst it had ever been. But they didn't have all these uh, social media people dying to shut everything down. They just lived through that cycle and they came out the other side and then 
55, 56, 57 was incredible fishing. Albacore, they were catching three, four miles off the beach. The sand bass, the barracuda, the bonito fishing was insane. Yellowtail fishing was incredible. But if you would have gone by what they were saying, 52, 53, 54, there was no fish left on the planet. They were all gone. You should have, if it was like it is now, you should have closed everything. And that's what I'm trying to tell you, gang. Stop trying to help them close everything. Stop trying to help them close everything. The ocean's more healthy in Southern California than it's ever been ever. We have done everything we possibly could to help. We do not need to close anything. We need to get out there now and start enjoying all these great things that we have done. We need to give ourselves a pat on the back. We need to be proud of all the great things that we've accomplished. Because, yeah, we did this. Remember Kim, Dan, um, Jack, you're probably too young. Tim, you're my age. Bob, when we would go to the beach when we were kids... In the summertime, when the Santa Ana winds would blow and that's all the smog from the valley would blow down to the beach, and you couldn't take a deep breath because it would absolutely hurt your lungs. I remember it like it was yesterday. Well, we fixed that. We fixed that with the emissions control. Yeah, we fixed it, and it's fixed, and we don't need to do anything else. It's done. It's fixed. It, it's all fixed, and everything's perfect. We, now, I think it's your computer, Kevin. Because we got 60-some people watching this live, and you're the only person that's having a problem. Anybody else, Dan, Kim, Jack, anybody having a problem with the feed on your computer right now? Anybody not seeing me? TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, please leave a message. Tell me if you're not seeing me because everything looks good to me. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were old, Bob. Feed's great. Thank you. Yep. No problem on Facebook. No problem on YouTube. It's got to be you. It's got to be you, Kev. Got to be you, Kevin Barr. So look, all I can say is if you're thinking about going fishing, go and enjoy the things that are biting right now. Go and catch some calico bass. Go and catch some barracuda. Go and catch some bonita. Go, go to Catalina and drive around and go look at all the cool stuff. Go look at the clarity of the water. A couple of our members, Stephen Bora and his kids, went to uh, Catalina last weekend. They didn't even fish. They went and got a mooring can, and they actually enjoyed Catalina for what it is, which is like a paradise over there. And he, he did something. He's been fishing his whole life. He's been fishing for 50 years. He went on the glass bottom boat because I – suggested you go to the zip line, glass bottom boat, back side of the island tour, go to the casino, check out the museum, go see a movie. He followed that that recipe, that little uh, game plan. He went on the glass bottom boat. He said it was absolutely incredible. He was so happy that he did it. Those are the kind of things that you guys are missing out on. And Tim, I'm sorry I'm going to use you as an example. I, I know you want a yellowtail. I know you do. But don't focus so hard on that fish. You'll catch that fish. You got to start to enjoy all the other things that are going on out there. Pull up to a spot, drop your anchor, 
Throw your chum bucket over, start catching calicos, barracuda, bonita. Look over the side and see the fish swimming around and understand we did that. We as fishermen, we as the greatest cons conservationist on the planet, fishermen are and hunters are. We're the best conservationists on the planet because we want this to happen. We want these fish to be there. We want all these cool things to happen. Do I agree with all the things that they want to shove down our throat every day? Absolutely not. Because I'm out there on the water every day seeing all this cool stuff. You take a handful of chunks of sardines right now on 90% of the spots when you have a little downhill current and drop them in the water and you'll see big balls of calico bass come up underneath your boat and eat the chunks of sardines. You'll see big balls of sand bass come up and eat the chunks. You'll see barracuda, bonita swimming around down there like an aquarium. These are incredible, incredible times to be alive and be able to fish. So please think about what you're saying. Think about what you're putting out there on social media because there are people that are watching. And I've said this a hundred thousand times. I've said it on all my stand-up seminars that I've done for 30 years. I always say, it's so important for us to get united. But us as sport fishermen, we can't agree on anything. Man, we will fight in front of the world on all these social media platforms. And that's the most ludicrous thing. You'll never see commercial guys. You'll never see the commercial tuna fleet or the commercial lobster fleet fighting on social media against each other because they know that so many people are watching that want to close everything. And then they see us fighting and they're like, oh my gosh, these are a bunch of idiots. We can easily take this from them. They can't even agree on nothing. They can't agree that the water's blue. There's booger eaters right here that are just frothing at the mouth to make a lame comment about the water clarity right now. I guarantee you. Gang, you got to remember whatever you're saying and whatever you're putting out on social, they're all watching. All the people that want to close everything. They're all watching. Because remember, those people really don't have a job. They said they sit on these uh, boards and stuff, and they just their whole life is about closing, fishing, hunting, boating, going to Catalina, driving an electric boat, driving an electric car, which are the worst things in the world for the environment, by the way. Like uh, Bill Barney showed you all yesterday. How many children are going to buy die today, just today, how many little kids are going to die getting that cobalt for your battery for your Tesla? Every day, five or six children die getting that cobalt out of the ground. But no one talks about that. But it's true. You can look it up. So just be careful what you're talking about and understand that we are living in the best time to be out on the water and you need to start taking advantage of it. And uh, if you only like to catch big giant bluefin, I think you're blowing it. I think you need to go out there and understand how fun it is to be out on the water. You need to go out there and see how beautiful the ocean is and how beautiful that clean water is. And make sure you pick the right days to go and don't go out there when it's rough. And uh, be kind to each other. There's so much negativity in the world today. I don't understand it. It blows my mind every single day. I get 
I know I'm not trying to blow myself up or pat myself on the back, but I get about 10,000 comments a week on social media. I put out three brand new videos every day. I get 10,000 comments a week. I got two people answering comments for me all day, every single day. We're answering the comments. We can't keep up with it. And I bet out of 10,000 comments, nine out of 10,000 comments, 9,000 of them are the most negative, vile stuff you've ever heard in your life. It'll blow your mind. If you wanted to see it, jump down one of those rabbit holes and look at the comments. It's crazy. It's absolutely ludicrous. I don't know what happened to the world and why everyone has this burning desire to share their negative, negative com comments with me. I don't care. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. It doesn't bother me. I just think it's crazy that that's what you spend your life doing, gang. Try to go out and be positive. Try to go out and help somebody. Try to go out and be kind to somebody. Somebody in your neighborhood is asking you, hey, you got a boat? Any chance taking me fishing? Absolutely. Gang, take them fishing. Go turn them on to it. Take a kid. Take somebody's children. If they don't like to fish, invite their children out. Go out and have fun. Give back a little bit. It's going to make you feel much better. I give back every single day. I want to thank you all for watching our show today. Don't forget Spotify, all the podcasts, because I can't even name them anymore. I'm on so many different podcast platforms nowadays. All of you are invited to send your questions in tomorrow. You just have to put it in a text message form. That's how I can read them. I can't read them when you send them in on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. You got to send them to me on my telephone and I'll read them on air. And then I pick one lucky person every week. And I got a hundred people watching me right now that'll tell you they all got free t-shirts. I send out t-shirts every Wednesday and every Thursday. We pick one, one lucky person every week to get a free t-shirt. No, no, you don't have to buy anything. You can go shopping at our store and see all the cool merchandise we have. But I give away a t-shirt. For one lucky texter, text me a question. We'll read them on the air and then we'll pick one person. And then Thursday, bring your spouses in. You want to check it out. You want to see Kelly Girl. You want to hear what she has to say. She always has something good to say. I want you to see somebody who's super special. You little monkey. You better get up there. You better get over here. You little booger. Get over here. Hold on one second. Come here. You're making so much noise back there, and they can't even hear you. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay, real quick. Those of you that have never met him, I want you to meet my buddy, my pal, my monkey. This is Marley, the marmoset monkey. Say hi to everybody, buddy. He's back there just having a ball. You guys couldn't hear him, but he's back there having a ball. Look at him. Isn't he cool? He's the smallest monkey in the world. His head's the size of my thumb. Marley is so cool. He's my buddy. He's my pal. He's Kelly's little baby. Yeah, it's okay. I got some food for you. We'll get you. Say goodbye to everybody. Thank you all for watching. Thanks for being a part of the show. Don't forget, send in your uh, questions tomorrow. Those of you on the podcast, just go look on YouTube for your saltwater guide if you want to see Marley, my monkey. There he is, the smallest monkey in the world. Look at him. Marty, say hi. Real quick. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But just say hi to everybody. There you are. Yeah, that's cool, huh? He's the best. All right, Marley, we're going to get going. Let's go play. Let's go outside. See you, everybody. Thanks.